using my hip janitor lingo. <laughs> Never before have those words been used together. I'm usually in a bad mood these days because I work in a tiny little closet that smells like my dirty underwear and it's hot and despite the world falling apart around us I have to maintain some sort of semblance of maintaining general normal work cadence. So I'm always in a bad mood when I come out of that closet and usually I find something that makes me even more in a bad mood. So the other day, come out of my closet, going downstairs, and I see my family playing badminton in the living room, right next to my TV, right next to our TV, about to knock the dang thing off the wall with the rackets. This is my wife playing with my children. She's right there, and I'm like, what are you doing? And as I'm about to snap, and like, what are you doing? No badminton in the house. I see that my wife and my daughter are on opposite ends, and my son is serving it to them by laying on a beanbag and putting the birdie in his butt and throwing it up in the air at him. <laughs> Okay, so in your butt, I assume, does not mean actually in your butt. So, like, in his cheeks? Like, how is he holding the birdie? Which I'll also have you know is called a shuttlecock. Yes, but I'm not going to say my son put a shuttlecock up his butt and <laughs> served it to But his you mother. should! That's the point. You have to say it at least once. Okay, now we'll call it a birdie. Thank you. Okay. So, he... This isn't going to work good on an audio podcast, but imagine me, like curled up in a fetal position but on my shoulders with my butt in the air right that's easy to remember because we that's how we all uh farted when we were boys so my son's in the blue dart position but instead of a lighter it's a shuttlecock and instead of farting he makes a poop noise and flips it up in the air for my wife and or daughter to hit with their rackets okay Um, i assume he he and probably your daughter laugh every time he does this oh yeah all three of them thought it was the funniest thing ever and i'm just like no I work 10 hours a day for you people. This is not how you're going to repay me. Oh, no. I th- I think you're actually absolutely correct that this is exactly how they're going to repay you. <laughs> Look at the fun we're having while you work in your fart closet, Dad. <laughs> the quarantine has made us crazy, and this is how we entertain ourselves. I mean... Everything is going to break, and we're gross. Yeah. Basically, that yeah, in that in this time, in this weird time, you you just have to roll with stuff like that. You have to be like, this is, this is fine. This is where the humor comes from. You should just close the door and been like, well, if I were a better person, more at one with the universe, more at peace with who I am and the craziness around me, I would respond like that. But really, all I could do is like, no, in this family, we don't play badminton in the house and we don't stick shuttlecocks up our butt, and that's the end of it. All you. Go outside! Be normal! I'm having a sandwich! That That is the least normal thing you could possibly do. Stop, don't We don't shove shuttlecocks <laughs> up our butts. Now go be normal. I'm going to eat a sandwich. <laughs> There's nothing unnormal about eating a sandwich. It's like, dad is not okay. Dad has... We need to get dad out of the closet sometimes. Dad, I think you need... You, you know what you need to do. Come over here and lay on your back. Let's 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 play butt shuttlecock. <laughs> you just you you have to embrace the weird. I've had moments like that too, where I'm just like, 
would you, to my wife and daughter who are the only ones in the house luckily my son goes elsewhere during the daytime uh just hear laughter or shouting or whatever just coming would you too please just shut up and they're just laughing and it's like come on you have to join i'm just like no i have to be the serious one even though i don't make near as much money as my wife does <laughs> i don't know why you have to bring money into this <laughs> that, that was a very personal flip review right there no, it feels like if you make the if you make more money, if you make more of the money that's coming in to allow for insane crap like this, then you get to be the one that has the say and say stop. But if you don't, if you're bringing in less money, I feel like you have less say. <laughs> that feels right to me. I thought marriage was a partnership. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I was wrong. <laughs> what a weird place to bring that in. <laughs> I thought marriage was a partnership. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, mister, I have no say in the household <laughs> chores and, and goings-on because I don't make as much money. Because after I, I rebuked them, my wife's like, she's like, you know what? You're right. We shouldn't play badminton in the house. But we're right. We can serve however we want. <laughs> and so we're going to go outside and do this. <laughs> like, then the TV will be safe and I'm happy. Yeah, I did notice when you began this whole tirade that you started with, you're playing near my TV, our TV. It's like, okay. <laughs> we, we come to the root of the problem. You're just worried they're going to break the TV that you love so much. So I have worked a few places in my lifetime, and uh, one of my first real jobs was working at Walmart, which uh, was interesting. I, I got to work mostly at electronics, which is like my dream job, because that's where the video games lived. And so I got to, you know, when I got bored and there was nobody in the store, in my area, I didn't have to go around the store. I stayed in electronics, the little area uh, that was mine and mine alone. I got to, you know, just go look at video games and dream about what I was going to buy next. So... Not a bad, not a bad gig. Sometimes we would get notes from corporate or whoever saying, okay, this is the DVD you need to put in there. This is what should be showing. You know, if our people come by and check the store or whatever, this, this is what should be playing. Luckily, we had a manager for the electronic section that didn't really care about that. He's like, you know, just put what, put in whatever, especially once it gets later at night, doesn't matter. And so Ghostbusters, the original, the first came out on DVD. I think it was probably the first deluxe edition they put on dvd when i was uh, working there and so i was like man I haven't, I haven't seen this in a while i especially haven't seen like the uncut non-tv version so yeah you know put this in check it out and uh so did and it's playing on like five different tvs you know while i'm doing my work and people are walking by and i don't know if you had the same thing at your walmart where it has to be because it has to be a universal walmart being just electronics place that kids would eventually congregate around the tv like the parents would just say stay there you stay at this TV and watch TV while I'm doing my shopping, and I'll come back and pick you up. <laughs> I mean, not since the early 90s when we realized that pedophiles were a thing, no. I hate the idea that that's something we had to learn. And yet? It doesn't feel like a, oh, that's a, that's just something people do now. That never happened before. It's like, yeah, it did. You just didn't realize yeah, it's it. It's actually so. been going down. If you look at the actual statistics, the world is a safer place for children than it was when we were kids. So if we survived with our dumbness, I'm sure our modern kids with their... <laughs> Street smarts, or well, internet smarts. They don't have street smarts. Or they're GPS locators. <laughs> exactly. They're all carrying phones so that we know where they're at at all times. Yes, you are correct. This is, uh, that, that's definitely before that age. Uh, just after. 
So anyways, I put on the Ghostbusters. Everybody's having a good time. People are stopping by watching it. But definitely some older people that, you know, have seen it before and hadn't seen it in a while, maybe. But people are watching Ghostbusters. Like, they're not really shopping, but they're watching Ghostbusters. And I, and I was like, okay, well, whatever. You want to watch I bring in the peeps. <laughs> Me and my movie yeah. choices. <laughs> my ectoplasm brings all the boys to the electronics department. And they're right. It's better than yours. Uh, again, you took it too far. Electronics department, you, you could have just said yard. It still would have made sense. Ectoplasm brings all the boys to the yard is still funny. So we're watching the movie and I'm like, man, I, I, I don't even remember this scene. Like they must've cut it from the TV comedy central edit that I've only seen recently. And I don't remember watching the full thing. And there's definitely some colorful language in there, but it gets to the scene that really made me think, Oh, I have to turn this off immediately where they're uh, running down Walter Peck in the office with the mayor and he says the truth this man says yes it's true your, your honor he has no dick <laughs> and i was like yikes <laughs> and that sound is me bolting from the other side of the electronics department hearing that and I'm like okay we have to watch something else i was gonna say finding nemo but i don't think that was out then so whatever kids movie was out land before time seven land before time seven well yeah all in all it, it wasn't a job i hated the, the worst thing about it was being a high school kid so i need to you know get home reasonable hour so i can do my homework or whatever and get just get to sleep get get wound down and they get to sleep because there's no way i'm getting home immediately and going to sleep and some nights you know you can't leave electronics until you hand it off to somebody else and they've got to have the keys because they got to be able to open all the cabinets and so some nights everybody would be all the first shift people would leave all the night weirdos would come in and just descend upon the store and start the guy would start cleaning the floors and doing his thing and i'm just like oh this is bad because now all my people have left and I'm stuck with the night weirdos and I can't, I can't leave. So I'd be calling like, eventually I just be calling on the intercom because I don't care. I'm just like, somebody, I, I need somebody to come to electronics so I can leave, please. <laughs> Thank you. I, I need an adult in electronics ASAP. I'm a, I'm a kid alone with a night weirdo. Robbie's making weird eyes at me. Someone come help me. I never got these experiences. Like, I never worked retail. I never worked fast food. Like, all these core industries that everyone has these cathartic memories about. And just like, I never work retail again, but I'm glad I did. That's that's my nom. Like, I, I, I didn't have that. Okay, what did you have? Did you work a job? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked my way through high school and most of college. Well, about half of college. Uh, as a janitor. That's why I don't feel bad about not having done retail. It's because I can always win these com- conversations. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, retail's the worst. No, fast food's the worst. Like, no, janitor at a medical office is the worst. And let me tell you why. <laughs> so one, one place I worked was it was a doctor's office. It was a three-story building, and I, I was the day janitor because all my roommates were the night crew. So they went in, they deep cleaned. But I was in charge of going into the day, and I would just go around Going into all the doctor's offices, emptying their garbage, wiping down the uh, the examination tables and the sinks and stuff. So I was I was in and out. I got to see the medical industry from a whole new angle. Ground floor, pediatrics, nothing but kids barfing on everything. Middle floor, OBGYN, nothing but wiping down stirrups. Top floor, urology, nothing but bottles of pee. <laughs> That was my job, Jason. That's terrible. Did you get to replace the butcher paper? No. So the the they the nurses had to replace the, the butcher paper when because I I would only go through once and the butcher paper got yeah, that gets recycled every person. So as soon as you leave, they rip off your butcher paper that's touched your butt and they put new butcher paper for the next person's butt and then they put that butt tainted butcher paper in the garbage for me. 
and then I go and I get your butt butcher paper and the previous four people's butt butcher paper and I put them in my little trash bin and I go to the next room and that's just what I do. It's nothing but butt butcher paper all day long for the Steve. Yeah, you're right. That sounds pretty terrible. Yeah. I remember one time, <laughs> so I went into this doctor's office and um, they warned me. This was a different one. I cleaned a couple different doctor's offices at different times. So I worked as a janitor a bunch of different places. And they said, okay, it's a pretty simple uh, thing. Uh, worst case scenario, you might have to clean up some vomit or occasionally some blood. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm a janitor. By this point, I was like hardcore disenchanted with the world. I was desensitized to everything at a very young age because of this. So I go and I go into the room and I start cleaning up. And I notice that there is red splotches all over the floor, all over the wall, everywhere. There's just like red liquid, like sticky red liquid. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I don't know what happened here, but someone, wow, someone bled bad. And I'm like, okay, think back on your training. If you see any blood, you got to get the gloves out. You got to get the heavy duty disinfectant and you got to like get the goggles and everything. You got to deep clean that room because blood is a contaminant and you got to do it. So like I went in, I got, I was as close to a hazmat suit as I ever got. I had big goggles, I had big gloves and I'm just scrubbing down everything. I'm like, okay, now this room is all spick and span, cleaned up all the blood. All right. And now I will empty the garbage can. There was an exploded can of Hawaiian punch. Hey, it's it's better to take precautions and to know that you were safe in case it was blood than to not. I'm not like that. From that point on, I'm like, everything's a false alarm. I'm never putting gloves on again. <laughs> you burned me once, world. Can you come clean up this spill? I'm sorry. Well, watch out. Yeah, th th there's, there's a lot of blood on the floor. I'm just going to warn you. This is Hawaiian punch. Watch. <laughs> See? Licking it off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> you doctors can't lie to me anymore. I'm the hard-ass janitor. <laughs> there was a time when there was, when I was, it was back at that pediatrics thing. There was a nurse who came out, like her face was pale. And she's like, I'm sorry. I know I'm a professional, but I can't deal with that. And I'm like, but you're a nurse and a mom. <sighs> and she's like, I know, but that kid barfs something that I've never seen before. <laughs> and you need to clean it up. Oh, I, I, I'm bad with, stuff like that unless it's my kid it's my kid i can suck it up and be like i need to do this because my kid needs me right now anybody else it would just be like i i, I would just have to roll off the gloves drop the keys <laughs> i'm out <laughs> i can't especially like you said a professional like it's like you this is your job and you just walk out like ghost faced and be like <laughs> well now i'm going to lunch good luck with that <laughs> you got i got really desensitized to stuff like i would see poop on Stall walls from time to time. I would. I mean, we're uh, guys, so we see poop on stall walls no matter what. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Disgusting. But, like, you, but we leave it there. We leave it there for some poor janitor to clean up. <laughs> I was that poor janitor. Every time you've ever thought, oh, someone will get that, I was that someone. Yeah. Sorry. But I'm also not cleaning that up. <laughs> I had to deal with sharps. That was a huge pain in the butt. That's why I'm against legalized drugs, because I don't want some poor high school kid have to clean up those sharps. Sharps is, uh, use needles. Sorry. I right. Using my hip janitor lingo. <laughs> That's the sharp box. <laughs> Never before have those words been used together. Hip janitor. Yo, guys, coming in here right now. Cool janitor. I was Watch the cool out. janitor. Like, all those nurses loved me, because I was, like, a... a, a 
breath of fresh air. And they were all like, you know, probably women our age or a little older. And I was this young college guy. So they were always like, how's your date going? That I heard you got engaged. They were always like trying to get all the gossip about me. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of I had a lot of nurse friends. Nurses are great. Shout out to all the nurses working the front line of this medical crisis right now. And double shout out to the janitors cleaning up. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Massive shout out to the janitors that have to clean up behind them because not only do they have to wear the same getup probably, but they're also cleaning up the stuff that the nurses walk out of the room saying, I just can't. Hey guys, Steve here. Wanted to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Today I Learned Nothing. I hope you enjoy the show half as much as we enjoy creating it. You can follow more of our shenanigans on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Ziggler. Oh, 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 oh